Hello and welcome back to Lounge with Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two friends keeping in touch through the power of books. And if you've been listening to our podcast for a while now, you know that me and Claire usually read a book together and then discuss other books that we've been reading. Currently, we are waiting to receive our next book club book because it is coming to us from a debut author and we'll be learning more about that next week as we'll be interviewing this author and talking all about her book, which we'll be reading over the next two months, I imagine, as it is a fantasy novel. So get excited about that. But until that point, me and Claire are just going to catch you up on all of the reading that we have done over the Christmas break. Last week, we spoke about all the books we've read in 2023. But what have we read so far in 2024? We've actually technically had a two-week gap, so we've got lots to talk about today. Claire, what have you been reading and have you finished any books? Well, first of all, I just want to apologise because I am a little bit nasally, so my voice may not be sounding quite the same as it usually is. I think when I last spoke on the podcast, I was I was reading The Fire Witness by Lars Kepler, which was a really big book, and it's a Swedish author. And this is the third in... I didn't realise it's a third in the series, but you can obviously read them standalone because I I didn't need to read the other books in order to read this one. And it's about a detective called Juna Lena, who obviously looks into lots of different crimes. So this one starts where there's a home for troubled girls and they are aged between 12 and 17. And one of the girls went into isolation and she got murdered. And they found her with her hands over her face. And basically she'd been bashed in the skull and there was blood everywhere, etc. So yeah, that was what happened. And her name was called Miranda. Also, there was another murder of one of the carers, one of the assistants in this house. And she's been killed as well on the same night. And then the other thing is, is there's a girl called Vicky Bennett and she has disappeared. And one of the weapons that one of the murder victims was killed with was under her pillow and there was blood everywhere in her room. But she has disappeared. That's suspicious. So you think that that's suspicious, yeah. And this Vicky Bennett... She's been in and out of uh, kind of foster homes and through her years and she's had a really, you know, not a very good background and she actually did something to her mother and brother, I think it was, which was quite violent. So it kind of leads you in that direction of Vicky Bennett. And what happens is uh, this Vicky Bennett as well, I think she's only 15, And she ends up stealing the car, which has a little boy in the back. So she's she's then now getting accused of kidnapping as well. And this little boy is only like four years old. And there's a bit of a story that leads on from that. And and basically, Juna Lena is trying to find Vicky Bennett. And there's other people involved in the story. One of the persons involved in the story, which I really like, is this character called Flora. And she's about 40 years old and she lives with these two people, which I don't, I don't think they're her parents. They're definitely not her parents, but they're really, really mean to her. You know, they, Mm. they, 
they she does all the like but she seems to do all the cleaning and cooking in the house and is almost like a servant and they beat up on her a little bit especially the bloke they're really like mean and it's a bit of a bizarre setup she's in there but anyway on the side she pretends that she's like a psychic so like a clairvoyant and she holds these groups and makes out that she can talk to ghosts and she's at home and she starts to have these ghostly premonitions or what you think are ghostly premonitions which turns out to be something else in the story as you start reading the story and so she becomes involved in the investigation as well it's a brilliant book oh so she's not really clairvoyant is what i'm getting no she isn't no but she knows something she knows something and she thinks she can see ghosts but it's not a ghost what? and it's really good it's it's such a good book honestly it's i you know these it was like 550 pages and I read it so quickly. And they were what I really loved as well is you know how I love really small chapters. The chapters were like two or three pages long. So you just oh, keep reading, don't kept you? Going. You get to the end of the chapter and it'll be like a cliffhanger. And you just go, to, oh God, I need to keep reading, reading, reading. Absolutely fantastic. If I bump into another one of those books, I will definitely buy it. I mean, this cost me a pound. It was a pound yeah, well cause... spent. Because <laughs> you picked that up, didn't you, from the cinema, was it? I did, yeah. I was going to go and watch um, Barbie Girl, I think it was, or something. <laughs> Barbie, that's it, Barbie. And I saw it in the book sale. But anyway, I saw this book and I thought, oh, that looks a good book, good cover. And I bought it and fantastic. So really enjoyed that. So, oh, I need to give it a rating, don't I? I'm going to do, give it. You do. I'm going to give it an overdue. It was brilliant. Wow, that's three overdues in a row, isn't in it? In a row, Claire. This is crazy. I know. I mean, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, I have really enjoyed. I mean, these three books have been massive as well. They've been really. They have big been books. big, and you've read them really quick. Yeah, I've now got Rich reading the Lisa Jewell ones and he's completely hooked with them. He had one on audiobook and he need but he's got to read the second one because he hasn't got it on the audiobook. So he's reading it and he's just like transfixed by it as well. <laughs> That's well, there you go. That's a massive recommendation. Get out there and read yeah. Lisa Jewell this year. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know I finished a book which I started in July 2023. Oh, was it that? <laughs> it is. Oh. I finished, finally, The Death of a Bookseller by Alice Slater. Oh. And I will slate this book. I'm sorry, Alice, but I did not enjoy it at all. I'm happy I finished it, though, because the ending of this book was surprisingly very, very good. The last four or so chapters, which I think was the last 50 pages were really good. I did actually read them really quickly. I enjoyed it and the ending was very harrowing and left you feeling a bit, I don't know, just like, oh gosh, that's a horrible ending to a book. Why did it end there? But that being said, it was not enough to salvage the repetitive and slow burning nature of the rest of the book that made me take like six months to read it. Like, (laughs) 
It's madness. But I finally finished it. For me, I think we all know this will be a return. It's not something I enjoyed. I think what she was writing about, true crime, I think it was a good thing she was writing about. She's kind of saying about the negative impact of it, which I do agree. I'm not really a true crime fan. I think it's a bit weird when you're obsessed with true crime. But it was just... It, the book was just a bit dull for me. It didn't have enough to it. And then when it did get going, it was a bit too late for me to be interested. If you like true crime and you like slow-burning thrillers and you like things with unhappy endings, this might be a book for you, but it was a return for me. But I'm really happy that I finished it. <laughs> the first book I finished in 2024. Not a good one to finish for 2024. <laughs> yeah, get it off my reading list. <laughs> Um, so there was that one and then I did get two books for Christmas this year and I've read both of them already what? I know I know, the first one I got was the Last Tale of the Flower Bride and this was by Roshelny Choksky and this was a book that I wasn't expecting, I'd never heard about this book before and I didn't know what to what I was going into. It was quite a short book. I think it was only about 250 pages or so. And it was a really good book. It was a book that made you wonder if like fairies and, and magic existed. But I ultimately feel when I got to the end of the book, I don't know if it did, but it just had that air about it in the book where you couldn't distinguish, you know, fact from fiction sort of thing. But ultimately it's about this woman who's married this man and she has to go back home to in inherit like her massive estate. And when they go back, he suddenly realises there's a lot about her that he doesn't know. And secrets start to come out and you start learning about this friend that she had when she was younger. And you have flashbacks into the past between her and her best friend and their sort of toxic relationship. There's, it, I would say it was toxic. It wasn't healthy. And it's quite interesting because you flip between the two characters in the past and the present and you unravel this story and it's a bit fairy tale like and leans into all of the fairy tales and myths and legends and there was just something about the book that was very magical that made you want to keep reading and there was a lot of intrigue and yeah I it was a surprising book I didn't know that I was going to enjoy it because I didn't know anything about it but I would say it was a strong renew from me almost overdue Actually, maybe it is an overdue. I really liked it, actually. Um, yeah, okay, we'll go overdue. I'd say this was an overdue book. <laughs> it's kind of in between those two, to be honest. It's very close. I think because I've read it pretty much within two days, I'd say it's an overdue. I'd recommend this book to people that like magic and intrigue and deception, that sort of thing. So that was one that I finished, and that was The Last Tale of the Flower Bride by Roshani Choksky. Wow, an overdue. Overdue, I know. I've started this year very strong, Claire. Very strong. I got a book that I didn't enjoy off my list. I've got a first overdue. And then the second book I got for Christmas was The Christmas Appeal by Janice Hallett. And because of the name of the book, I had to finish it within the Christmas period. I couldn't like be <laughs> reading this in February. Uh, Janice Hallett is one of my favourite thriller authors. I've got all of her books, pretty much all of them signed as well. 
maybe I'm a Janice Hallett superfan. But this one is also a very small book. It's only about 190 pages and it's a spin-off from her first ever book that she released that was called The Appeal, which was based on an Andram Society group in this town and there's a murder in you find out through loads of emails and texts and letters who the murderer was and I really liked the way it unfolded and in the Christmas Appeal we revisit that cast and there's a new mystery to be solved and it was just a really good book and it was fun to revisit that old story and see what all the characters were getting up to Um, so really enjoyable read and again for me this is probably going to be a a renew I wouldn't go as far as an overdue because the story wasn't anything new I did really really enjoy it so yeah, that would be a renew from me, The Christmas Appeal by Janice Hallett. And they're the three books I've finished, Claire, in 2024. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty good going, considering we're only on January the 4th. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I started some of them, obviously, in 2023, but I just seem to finish them all, like, first, second, third day. I should let you speak now, Claire, even though you've got a cold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I um, started a new book. Now, I know it looks like I'm reading lots of old books, which I am actually, you know, because I keep (laughs) buying cheap ones from book sales, etc., etc. And we do have, or Richard has a collection of books that I've been digging into the boxes in the garage and pulling them out. And one of them, I did actually say I wanted to read in the library. Let's see if you can guess it. It's a classic. I wanted to read it in the library, but I never got round to it. And we only had one copy. Wasn't it a kestrel for a knave? No, not that one. Oh, no, you read that that during lockdown, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I really thought it was the picture of a kid on a cover that was swearing. But I think that was kestrel for a knave, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, we only had one copy of it in the library. Yeah. Did you give in? No. I feel like it's one that I'm not aware of as much as others. Like, I don't think it's Dickens or anybody like that. No, of course it's not. No, it's definitely not that. It's not a the huge The Life of Pi? No, not oh, The no. Life of Pi. The Life of Pi is quite big. All right, tell me. Okay, so it's um, Lord of the Flies by William Golding. No way! We we had to listen to the first eight chapters of that over and over again for like four years and you're finally you? reading the whole thing. <laughs> well, yeah, because when we yeah. were in the library, we used to have reading groups come in and the English teachers would always choose to read Lord of the Flies in the summer term. And there's eight. they would have eight lessons in the summer term to read Lord of the Flies and they ultimately never read the whole thing. So me and you had to sit through, well, about... 45 lessons of Lord of the Flies just reading the same eight bits over and over and over. Yes, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And they did that for four years and I was like, I can't handle (laughs) reading the beginning of Lord of the Flies anymore. And you're finally doing it. I'm finally reading it, yeah. But I feel like I have read this at some point in my life. So anyway, so I am reading William Golding, Lord of the Flies. So, which everybody obviously knows the story of this. It's about a group of boys that are, a plane has crashed on an island and they obviously having to survive on the island. And you've got a couple of people, couple of the boys who have taken like charge. Um, there's Ralph and there's Jack and then you've got Piggy 
and you've got the little uns and all sorts of characters that are coming out and they're not particularly nice to Piggy, I don't think. So Ralph has just gone ape at uh, Jack because he let fire out and there was a ship that passed by and so they couldn't get a smoke signal to and he's just, he's just held a meeting and, you know, not very happy about that. I take it that there's going to be some juicy stuff that are going to go on in the next half because I'm pretty sure there's some gruesome stuff that goes on but I can't quite remember but I think there's some cannibalism but I'm not quite sure I don't know probably I feel like there would be I know that I watched a show called Yellow Jackets recently which is basically female Lord of the Flies and there was definitely cannibalism in that so I feel like there must be cannibalism in Lord of the Flies I don't know whether it's Piggy that gets it I don't know yeah, so I'm reading a classic. You you started with a classic, Claire. I started wow. with a classic, yeah. I mean, I was looking on my Kindle today. I've got Jane Eyre on my Kindle because I tried to read that, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. And I stopped and I thought, do I try again? But I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I could bring yeah. myself to. No, I think there might be another classic that I've got to read as well. But I do spy Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde there which I did take from the school library. <laughs> you are so... How many books did you nick from the library before you left? <laughs> so, uh, i tell you what I haven't read, which I am going to read, um, which you've read eventually, is I've um, Kim Slater's Smart, because I haven't read that one. Oh, that is so a I very good book. That. Yeah, so I am going to yeah, read I've that. Yeah, I've really enjoyed Kim Slater's Smart. I've read such a battered copy... It was like hanging to pieces in the library and I, I read it. And it, it's actually it's a very good book. Very sad though, very sad. Yeah, that is the only book that I've not read of hers, I don't think. I mean, I'm not sure whether she's brought out a recent YA book, but that is one of the ones that I haven't read. So there you go. That's my reading diet at the moment. Uh, you know what, Claire? I think we started off very strong in 2024. You've got classics on the go. You finished a very chunky Swedish crime novel. I finished that book that I was reading for an eternity. And I've read two really good books in the new year as well. So all is going good, I think. I think so. And then lots of exciting things to happen in the future. Exactly. Let us know what you guys have been reading over the new year. I'm currently looking for recommendations. If you've got any books that you recommend. I know people keep telling me to read Babel by R.F. Quang and they've also been telling me to read The Secret History by Donna Tartt, which are both massive books. So I don't know if I'll get around to them, but I probably should this year. But thank you for those recommendations. I'll try and get around to them. But yes, next week we'll be interviewing an author. She is called Laurel Black and her debut novel is a YA fantasy called Lost Kingdom and she's going to be telling us all about that book and then me and Claire will start reading it the week after so if you want to get a jump on that do have a google look her up um, get the book ready and join us next week to hear all about Laurel Black and her new book Lost Kingdom follow us on Instagram at loungingwithbooks and it is goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me (laughs) 